Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I'm, I'm very happy that you're listening to this episode today because um, I, I, I honestly believe it's going to help those of you who are doubting your path, who really feel like you don't have all your shit together and maybe there's nobody to help you figure that out and you just feel alone and maybe lonely uh, and or you're not quite sure what next steps to take, but you have these ideas and you don't know where to start. So today's podcast is for for y'all, for those people who feel like that you're doubting the fuck out of yourself. And I don't want you to do that. And I'm going to tell you why in this episode today and how you can overcome doubt and the kinds of things that you can say to yourself and remember when you start questioning, am I in the right place in my life? Am I doing the right thing? And what the fuck do I need to do in my life? So when you start to doubt, the reason why I titled this uh, episode, listen to these powerful reminders when you're doubting yourself in your path, because when I share what I'm about to share with you, you're going to understand why I want you to like earmark uh, today's episode. When I sat down, I, I, I tend to write out notes before I, I uh, record simply because uh, I, ch- I channel things differently when I'm just speaking and then when I'm writing. And so I didn't want to leave out any golden nugget for y'all today. And when I was thinking about this, I, th- I was thinking about different parts of me in my life. I always refer to myself because I feel like that's the most genuine uh, point that I can come from is my experience and, and what I've learned. Because you know what, y'all? I know I am to use every part of my life to help people. So I don't feel like I'm being all, it's about Janice. Uh, and guess what? I don't really care if anybody thinks that. If if any of y'all think that, that it's always about Janice, then y'all can go find uh, something else to listen to. But it's not. I'm really using every aspect of my life, my experience, the things that I've learned, because I am designed to share it. So thank you for listening. And uh, I just want you to know I'm I'm so aware that everybody doubts their journey uh, at one or many points in their lives. Like I said, I, you know, I have. Um, and some days I feel like I'm on path. And there are times where I'm like, what in God's name am I doing today? You know, what's next? So questions swirl in our heads like songs on repeat, you know, am I doing the right thing? What's my calling in life? How do I make a bigger, a bigger difference in the world? What decisions and directions do I need to, what decisions do I need to make and what directions do I need to take to create financial security for myself and my loved ones? 
Will people accept the path I choose? I just did an episode about uh, uh, you're going to piss some people off when you start doing what's right for you. Are you worried about other people's approval? How will things turn out if I take a leap of faith? What do I do if I don't know what the hell to do with my life? Everybody's searching for somebody else to answer that for them. And it's kind of a horrible place to be when you feel like you're so out of touch with you that you have to look for somebody else and you're desperate for somebody else to just give you the answer. And that ain't the way the world works, honey. These type of questions are pretty typical for most of us and unless and until we finally discover our niche on our own. And most of the time we discover our niches by mistake. Seriously, we discover what we're great at by default. Okay, the questions that, that we have in our heads, and you may have other questions, but they're haunting, they're alive. And sometimes these questions can be debilitating. There are some people, and this is very, very true, who know exactly what they want to do with their lives. Uh, maybe you have a whole family of dentists, so you continue that whole family of attorneys or doctors, and everybody just falls into place because that's been the language of the family. There's some people who wake up. I remember this. Um, I'll n yeah, I'll never forget this. I was on a vacation when I was little, and I must have been about eight I think I remember exactly where I was. I was in the pool. We were in Treasure Island, Florida. And I remember standing on the side of the, uh, the pole, the, the pole uh, that was in the pool, you know, the handrail. And I remember saying to myself, I know I need to work with kids. I need to help them. And I was like, I don't know where that came from, but I knew I did. And then I spent, you know, as I got older, got my degrees, um, I spent the first 18 years working with children and families. And it was a niche that lit me up. I worked in so many different settings, uh, community mental health, juvenile court, uh, group homes, psychiatric facilities. But I love the shit out of the kids that I worked with and the families. It was, it was a perfect fit for me. And then, of course, things shifted. So... Some people really do know exactly what they want to do with their lives. They, they almost like are born knowing it. And I really, really believe that's the case. But really, they're the exception and not the rule. So if you're feeling like you fall into the category of what the fuck do I do with my life, then you definitely need to listen to what I have to say today. And mark this episode, like I said, so you can return to it when your doubts get the best of you. I want you to have this resource ready and available to listen to, okay? I don't want you to spend one more moment of doubt uh, than past the moment that you start noticing that you feel doubtful. Please remember not to have contempt for what you feel. Embrace the fear and doubt and listen to it. Because both fear and doubt are beacons and alarms sounding loudly for you to really look within to match your actions with your passions. Once you do that, most everything will take care of itself. So these are some of the most powerful reminders I can offer you. And I, I'm sure I could think of more, but these are the ones that really resonated with me, that helped me uh, 
kind of recover from whatever doubt that I have or whatever sense of helplessness that I have. So first one is feeling lost in your life is the first step to finding yourself. I can't begin to stress enough how important this first point is. We aren't meant to suffer through life. We are meant to give and serve, doing what we love and using existing and new, uh, newly learned skill sets. When you feel lost, sweetheart, you have a golden opportunity to seek out answers. Your job, maybe when you feel lost, is to find things that you might enjoy and then do them. Who cares what it is? Maybe you decide you want to ride horses or go surfing or uh, attend a book class at the, uh, attend a writing class for a book at the local university. Um, go to a new fair that's out there. Um, learn knitting, what, whatever it is, go do that. Whatever is drawn to you, go take the chance. Go do it just once. Give it a shit, go do it just once and see what happens. So that's your job. The more you do, the clearer your direction becomes, okay? So in addition, your job is to listen to your inner nudges when you experience things. Maybe you experienced increased good health from an acupuncture treatment, and you decided to become an acupuncturist because it saved your life, and you want to pass that forward. Maybe you've struggled in your life with anxiety, and it was horrible, horrible for you, but whatever treatment you got, somebody you worked with, and even maybe you figured out how to heal that part of yourself on your own, and now you want to help others with their anxiety challenges. Maybe you're the black sheep of the family, like me, uh, and have entirely different ideas about how you can be of service and help others, and you decide to step out of the family dynamics long enough to become an expert in an unexpected field of work. Whatever it is that lights your soul on fire, find out more about it. Don't worry right now about whether or not you can afford to go back to school or you can afford anything. Here's the deal. You can't afford not to try. That's the cost. Trust me, there's so many people who come from less than you and find a way to make their vision a reality and become successful and enjoy life. Take one step at a time, my dear, and move forward. If you want something badly enough and you're hungry for it, you're going to get it. You're never stuck. There's always a way to pivot. You are just barricading yourself between only options, only two options if you find yourself stuck. So the moment that you feel stuck, go find somebody to talk about things with. And maybe you need to talk to 10 people before you find another option. Do not limit yourself with your limitations. Imagine that if you woke up every day doing what you loved, outside of traveling, unless you're going to use that as a career, who doesn't want to not work and travel? So y'all put that thing aside. But if you could wake up loving what you do every day, whether it's owning your own shop or uh, working with, uh, you know, designing agriculture and, and uh, using plants and trees and, and all of that. And I'm missing the name of that, that profession. You like that? Go, go freaking do it. Go find somebody who could teach you about it. So there's never two options for anything. There's always something. And the very first time you feel doubt, go find somebody. I don't give a shit if it's a stranger. Go on the computer 
find a way to find somebody to sit down and ask questions. What could you possibly think about that's outside of what you're already thinking about? The second thing to remember when you're doubting yourself in your path is that pain is inevitable and it's your best teacher. So commit to learning from it and make the necessary changes. If you argue with the truth, you're going to be in pain. That's just the bottom line. If you ignore the lessons in your pain, you're going to call in more of the same experiences of pain until you learn from them. Avoiding pain is impossible is part of life. Suffering, though, is optional. You can't really choose when you experience pain. Even if you're an almost perfect people pleaser, you will struggle internally because you aren't true to yourself. It will fester and come out in other ways and areas of your life. So when pain comes, ride the wave and then look for a higher purpose in it. There's always a higher purpose. Every ounce of pain you've been, you, you, you have uh, been carries with it a golden nugget. I promise you, you may not be able to find it now, but maybe in 24 hours, maybe in two weeks, maybe in six months, you'll look back and go, holy shit balls. That's why I went through that. Ride the wave of pain. Look for golden nuggets. And even maybe you find one, look for others. They're there. Sometimes it takes the most advanced microscope to find them, doesn't it? You have a choice to push through the pain and find the goodness in it or suffer with it. And the choice is yours. Number three, the third thing to remember. On your most difficult days, when you feel like you can't go on, remember that you've made it through 100% of your hardest days and you'll make it through this one. After my daddy passed away uh, in 2018, last year, something flipped. There was a switch that just flipped. And I said to myself that if I could move through that immense amount of grief, nothing else outside of, of course, losing my mom or other family members would ever hold me back. There's nothing worse than losing somebody that you love. Horrible. And it's true. No romantic relationship loss, no business failure, no other issue could possibly exist for me that would prevent me from living and thriving. Death is final, and it is a fucking stunner. You may not know how you're going to move from one moment to the next moment of pain, and guess what? That's okay. There is no handbook on life. But if you look back on the life that you have led and the struggles that you've encountered, and even if you feel like you haven't handled them as well as you could have, guess what, sweetheart? You're here now. You have survived and hopefully believe that you have thrived from those trials and tribulations. You've turned your tests into testimonies, even if you don't freaking see it. You are strong, capable, and you have what it takes to make your pain your bitch and slay the fuck out of it. I can tell you with complete confidence that you have everything you need inside of you to use your worst day and make the rest of your days your best days. Here's number four. 
The only way to move forward in life is to commit to it. If you rely on hope and fantasy, you'll fall short and flat on your face. I've been down that road many times. I remember being a freshman in college studying for exams. And I thought that if I looked at the material the night before and prayed to do well, I could surely recognize the answer in a multiple choice question. And I couldn't have been more wrong. Look, nobody taught me how to deal with my learning disabilities. Nobody taught me how to study. So I fucked up a lot academically, but I knew it was bright. I just couldn't show it. And um, I didn't learn how to study until I taught myself mid-sophomore year, but I found a way, uh, my mid-sophomore year in college, and I realized that I didn't have a photographic memory, right? That was pretty funny to me. Like, it was a brilliant discovery. I can't look at stuff, really. I mean, sometimes I can, but I can't look at most things and go take a test and do well. It's just not my brain. So I figured out how to study and finally made grades that were commensurate with my intellect. But the only way I did that was because I was completely, 100% committed to my success. I didn't hope for it because that's bullshit, I'm telling you. And with that came true and real results. This concept is true for anything in life. The truth is that you cannot be 99% committed because then you're not committed. There's a percent of you that uh, isn't all in. Commitment is 100%. Somebody says, I'm, I'm for the most part committed. That's bullshit. You're not. You're interested or you're considering it. Anything else is just along the, the lines of the, the spectrum of interest and desire. And you will fall flat on your face if you're not committed. How about them apple sugar pie? If you're all in, you know what that feels like. And you know what that feels like when you have one foot out. So either do it all in or wait until you're ready to be all in. Number five, you can't wish for a better past because no amount of regret will change your past. I am guilty of this too. I used to be, not really anymore. I, I really, really am not. I've, I have made peace with my past because that's really my only choice and I have committed to um, using it as my teacher. So I'm really good with my history. Although I've made some strides, you know, like I said, in, in being present and looking towards the future, um, I still need to, to work on being present more if I'm, if I'm honest with you. But I don't say stuck in my past. So I'm haunted sometimes by memories. Um, but whenever those memories come up, I'm always looking into why is this still sticking around for me? What is it that I need to know about it? It's hard not to want to change something from your past, especially those things that were outside of your control, like wishing you had better parents when you had shitty parents, wishing you weren't violated when you were, uh, wishing you didn't weren't a, an addict who will forever be in recovery or that you're an active addict and uh, you just can't stop using. And then you, you have a behavior that has perhaps destroyed your relationships in your life or even hurt other people as a result of your, your desperate need to use. Whatever it is that you regret, your only option is to find a way to never experience regret again. That's it. That's the only thing you can do is move forward and not repeat the same mistake. And that means that you need to shore up your shit, meaning your internal shit, and make a commitment to doing and being different than you were. 
It means you've got to get right with your beliefs. You've got to absolve yourself of guilt. You've got to start caring more about what you think, caring less about what other people think. You've got to start really looking at your life. What do I really need to do to get my life back on track? Even if you don't know the how, figure out the what. Do I need to go back to school? Do I need to ask for help? Do I need to start exercising, changing my eating habits? Do I need to uh, read a book about how to change my mindset to become successful? Whatever you need to do to change your life so you will never have another regret, do it. Please do it. Right? So decisions are easy to make. And y'all are like, what? I have a very hard time making decisions. I'm going to tell you why people have a hard time making decisions. There's two reasons. One is the feelings that they have connected to those decisions are the difficult part. And the second is they don't trust themselves enough to make a decision and they worry that they can't handle what the outcome is. So get rid of that notion that you can't handle what an outcome is. Mistakes are great. Screw up. I encourage you to because you're going to learn what you're good at, good at and what you're not, what works and what doesn't work. When you think about all of the things that have developed over time, electricity, telephone, computer, you think everybody got it right on the first try? Hell no. So why do you think you need to? You fucked up. We've all fucked up. We've all had poor judgments. Uh, and that's we're we're going to we're going to continue to have poor judgment uh, in different areas of our lives until we figure figure out how to have better judgment. You're like everybody else. You are no more perfect than everybody else and no less perfect. So decide right now to let the past remain there. Leave it there. There is amazing power in being present, being in the now. We get to rewrite our stories every second of the life that we have. Period. Most people, 99.99% of people don't give a shit about what goes on with you. They really don't. Now, of course, it's exceptional. Uh, the exception is family who really cares and friends who really care. Uh, my my uh, circle of people who truly care about me is quite small, and I like it that way uh, because you can't have a ton of people who really give a shit. Most people kind of are just curious about what's going on, and they're like, uh, they want to know the dirty details with the dirty laundry, and then they're like, well... At least I stopped focusing on my dirty laundry for about five minutes. That's really it. And then they turn away because they don't care. So just know that. Do your thing. Make your life great. Let your past be your past. Number six, playing small just doesn't cut it anymore. If I'm completely honest with y'all and you know that I, I am, I have played small in many areas of my life, even though I'm a very direct person, like I, have, I, I speak my mind, um, and I played small because I was too scared to be seen. And even more so, here's the dealio, this is the truth of why I was too scared to be seen, is that I was too scared to put myself out there because I was afraid of being disliked or criticized. If somebody didn't agree with what I said, holy shit balls. Uh, I, I actively avoided that or who criticized me in some way that I uh, didn't explain something well or uh, whatever it was. I, I, I just could not handle that. 
back then. But the weird thing is, is that, honest to God, this was all in my head. I projected all of that stuff onto everybody else. I'm going to tell you, it's interesting. Once I stopped doing that, my life changed because I, I actually took a risk and put something out there, whether it's writing on Facebook or or whatever. When I wrote my book, I was very um, forthcoming about the the difficulties in my life because I know it helps people because there's at least one person, and if they read the book or listen to this podcast, that can relate and maybe don't feel so lonely uh, because I have experienced something similar to you. But once I put my shit out there and I was like, fuck it, I don't care. You know, maybe if somebody has something negative to say, maybe it's something that would be important for me to, to, to see. But the reception was amazing. And my life changed because the responses that I got from sharing myself just honestly resonated with so many people and they, they too needed it. It was almost encouraging for them to start sharing. Uh, and so I love that. And some days the only person, maybe there's one person that recognized what I had written in social media. And that was fine. Uh, there are so many times where I'm, ch- um, I'm channeling and I have to share a message. And every time I'm in that space and I do that, the response is just awesome. So I learned to do more of that and more of that and more of that. And without a doubt, this podcast has really helped me. And like I said, I remember writing my book, The Intuitive Therapist. And if you haven't gotten a copy, please do. You know, I've got, I, I feel so proud of that. It's the first book and I am writing a second one. I can tell you what it's about, what the specifics are, but it's really about, uh, you know, living your truth for lack of a better term. Um, but lay people have read that book and it's really helped them get in touch with their tuition. But also I put a lot of, uh, tricks of the trade as a therapist in there. So it really has helped people learn to problem solve and and work through stuff. So I remember when I started, oh my gosh, it's so funny. I remember when I started my podcast, I swear to God, y'all, the first four episodes, my throat closed up. I was so fucking nervous. Oh my God. And I thought, uh, how am I supposed to sound? How many people are going to listen? What are they going to say? Did I say it right? All these things right? Now you could tell I'm much freer. If you listen to some of the very first episodes, you'll see my energy is much, much different. But I had such fear and anxiety. And I literally had to stop so many times as I recorded uh, because my throat was literally closing up. And that was so emblematic of what I needed to work on, right? My body was literally having symptoms because I needed to learn how to express myself. And once I decided to recognize and learn from the lessons that my body was showing me, all of a sudden it was like magic. The messages became more specific. Uh, My energy changed and I became more in flow. And I have to tell you, doing this podcast is one of my absolute most favorite things. So I'm really glad I pushed through it. And by the time you hear this, my podcast will have had over 80,000 downloads and I'm so proud of that. And look, I know, uh, you know, more well-known people have millions of downloads and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm proud of what I've done and I'm proud that, 
uh, people are sharing with other people and more people are subscribing and more people are benefiting and listening. And uh, the reviews on iTunes, when I read the new ones, and I read all of them, uh, they're beyond humbling. I, I, I am just so proud of all of you for listening and being attentive and, and I'm proud of myself and I, and I can be that. I get emails from people all of the time who listen all over the world. I'm telling you in parts of the world that you wouldn't even think of like Cambodia, Africa, Spain, Australia, Switzerland, Russia. Uh, I, I can't even begin to tell you uh, that the farthest reaches people are listening and they're writing to me and uh, they're benefiting from the content and from my energy, which I think is real cool. Uh, so it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, and had I given into my fear of criticism and rejection, right? You wouldn't be hearing my voice. You wouldn't be hearing every week. Hey, y'all, this Janice Cohen here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast, right? So that's what I get to do because I overcame my fear and it's a choice that I made in an instant and changed my life. Like I said, same thing happened when I wrote my book. I had a choice, tell all or play small. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it because you know what? I needed to. I needed to have that cathartic experience of speaking from the both most vulnerable part of me, which made me stronger, right? My strength and my weakness. So uh, I'm so grateful people resonate with me and um, I'm, you know, guided to do that. So you see, if you don't go after something, you're never going to have it. If you never climb back up the mountain, you'll always tell yourself that all you do is fall down. If you always ask for permission, you'll always get a no. If you never take steps forward, you'll remain in the same place. I wonder what things you keep in mind when you begin to doubt yourself on your path that get you back on track. These are just a few of the things that stay in front and center of my mind. And I hope today's episode has helped ease your heart and mind a bit. We all struggle to stay afloat at times and even more so to massively change our lives. And my love, you're doing a great job. All I want you to do is live your life day to day. Because thinking about the future is overwhelming. Because you can't do anything about it. Seriously. You can have a vision and that's great. But anybody who will tell you when they've been successful, you have a big vision and then you got to work backwards and you always have to start step by step with what you're doing hour to hour and then day to day and then week to week and then month to month and year to year. You can't ever have a business plan isn't outlined like that. So what fucking planet are you on where you're putting all this pressure on you to do it all at once. It just doesn't work that way. So give yourself a break, please. And just deal with right now. Fear is your best enemy and define your fear as your best ally. Please feel free to share your thoughts with me about what helps you when you feel downtrodden. Maybe you want to uh, make a note on the uh, rating and review on iTunes part. Um, I love to read the notes of what specifically has helped people. So I'd love to hear that. I'd love to uh, get an email from you about what kinds of things you think about or go onto my page on Facebook, uh, The Intuitive Therapist, you know, and, and 
talk to me. Let me know what it is that keeps you grounded and helps you get back on your feet when you have fallen down. I really would like to know. Here's one thing I want to tell you. I have such faith in you. No matter what happens in your life, you will fight to have the best life that life has to offer, and I know that. No matter what or who tries to get in your way, I know you will prevail. And remember, the universe has your back. Partner with it and do your part to make your life the best it can possibly be. And once you do your part, hand it over to the universe and spirit to do the rest and set everything up. I love you. I want the best for you. I hope today has helped you. You are so far, so much farther along in your life than you even give yourself credit for. And it's really okay to praise yourself. It's really okay that when you sit down tonight after your long day of work and you say, God, I did well today. I'm really good at what I do. And be okay with that. I love you. I hope you have a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 